Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way. Make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we get into any of that, let's get into tonight's topic. The Cowboys and OBJ saga has a next step, and it is finally here. Uh, we've waited. We have waited for a while to get into this conversation because we, we talked about it a lot last year. And it's already back, especially with the latest news around the NFL. This is reported by Tom Pellicero. Uh, I believe the NFL waiver wire, not not a waiver wire, the NFL announced it to reporters because everyone announced it at the same time, uh, that free agent OBJ will hold a workout for NFL teams Friday in Arizona. Uh, for those of you who are keeping count, he is now more than one year removed from his ACL surgery. He appears to be ready to play and free to sign at any time. Of course, the key difference here from today to last year is the ready to play part. Because according to many, OBJ was not ready to play last season when he flirted with the Cowboys, with the Giants, with the Bills. So that's why nothing ever happened on that front. I want to I wanna gauge the audience here tonight. Uh, do me a favor and let me know in the chat, what is your interest level on OBJ? Because we've been through a lot with that conversation. Uh, we've been covering it for, for a long time. I think it started even before the season last year. I mean, that was mostly us fans having conversations, uh, people in the media talking about the possibility. But then in the season, during the season, it started getting more real because the Cowboys not only uh, showed interest in OBJ, they were treating him like the number one recruit in the country. Players were tweeting about OBJ. Uh, Mike McCarthy was talking about OBJ. Jerry Jones was basically saying, my last wish is to get that wide receiver. So it was a crazy experience. You remember that. You remember the OBJ circus. Didn't come to anything. Like It ended up in OBJ saying, you know what? Actually, I'm not about to test my knee with less than, less than one month uh, until the season ends. So now we're here. OBJ 
is going to have a bigger market probably as he is about to show everybody that he is ready to work out now. So let's see. I want to I want to know after all that we've been through, I want to know how you feel about OBJ right now. What is your interest level in the wide receiver? Let me know in the chat from 1 to 10. Roderick says very high, all caps. So I will take that as a solid 10, Roderick. Bruce goes with after last season, I would say minus two. Let's see here. Um, Toxic Tom Downey Burner account. Read the entire name this time around. My interest is irrelevant. We always do this. It's not going to happen. We do this annually. But I will, I will say this. I know that we're not used to the Cowboys making big moves. That much is fair. We don't do the OBJ thing every year. This is different. Uh, I mean, somewhat different because there are some similarities. So hear me out. Um, I, I do perceive it as very different to the Earl Thomas thing. The Earl Thomas thing was crazy. Uh, we did that every year. Yes, sir. Uh, we did it for another year with Jamal Adams, if you remember that experience too, with the trade deadline and everything. I don't even remember what year that was. 2019, I want to say, I want to guess. When we were refreshing our feeds constantly. But the OBJ thing, I do believe, is different. You know, the way that the Cowboys publicly flirted with him. The Cowboys hosted him. The Cowboys were reported to be all in on OBJ, right? And then, according to NFL insiders, and Jeff Ho from The Athletic, to me, is one of the excellent NFL insiders that have a lot of, you know, trust levels for me individually. I trust him a lot with his reports. I think that he's a very credible reporter. Uh, he indicated for The Athletic that the guy that actually made the call to not sign with any team was him. It was OBJ. So I do think that we don't do the OBJ dance every year. That part is different. We might talk about not signing any big name free agent every year. That much is true. We don't do the Cowboys dance every year, though. Might feel like we do, but uh, the Cowboys don't, I believe. Uh, I want Hopkins, says John, in the in the Facebook chat. A similar feeling from Joe Juarez. And we will actually get into that conversation over here when we get into OBJ versus D-Hop uh, because we will talk about the big difference between getting those two guys. Uh, shout out to Double R. He says, oh, this is so cool. My son is sold on D-Hop. He's writing Jerry a letter. He's the, he's the young fan base. We need to love the kid. Uh, we need to love the kid. Uh, shout out to Double R. Shout out to Double R's son. I remember. <laughs> this is such a random memory, man. But it hit me with the writing Jerry a letter. I was maybe, I don't remember. This was 2007. And I know that because it's somewhere here in my house. I have this certificate of the rowdy. Cowboys fan club, right? Which is a kid's fan club. And then they get you, <laughs> they get you like this letter signed by Jerry Jones, like quote unquote, signed by Jerry Jones. And I was super excited when I, when I got that. And I was like bragging in my house about how Jerry Jones wrote me a letter. How, how cute and innocent is that? <laughs> That's awesome. Anyways, 
Bruce says, took this dude on a date with a with steak dinner and a maps game. Tinder dates, <laughs> Tinder dates don't get this much rebound. Exactly. We don't do the OBJ thing a lot, honestly, uh, in my opinion. Brian says, great player, but can he stay healthy? He's had about 17 knee surgeries. OBJ has had some issues with, with injuries. I'm going to say my interest level for OBJ remains high. I think that he's a very good wide receiver to this day. I think that he would bring a lot to the table for the Dallas Cowboys. And I honestly look at him as one of the most complete wide receivers available, if not the most complete. Uh, because I feel like OBJ gives you these easy buttons on your offense. He's a great man bidder. He's a great zone beater. He can essentially do it all when he's healthy. I believe his route running is one of the best in the NFL. He has an insane catch radius. I don't think everyone will be surprised by that. So I, I, my interest would still be high in OBJ. And here is one thing that I would say. I believe that whatever his financial demands are, we know per reports that he's looking for a long-term-ish kind of deal, whatever that means uh, in terms of guaranteed money, etc. But I would guess, based on how the Cowboys have talked about OBJ, even after what happened last year, in which you know nothing ever came to fruition, I would assume that the Cowboys didn't think that OBJ's financial demands were out of their reach. The... the fact they not only remain interest but are all also being very public about their interest which is still alive it tells me that the cowboys might still be very very interested in in obj in terms of uh where they are financially speaking and where obj is financially speaking my question now though from me to you is do you believe, yes or no, that uh, this is we'll get to that later on the show? Actually, here we go. Do you believe that right now OBJ is a top wide receiver available in free agency? Some other names are Jacoby Myers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Alan Lazard, Darius Slayton, Nicole Hartman, Paris Campbell, DJ Chark, Robert Woods, and Jarvis Landry. Those are some of the top free agents in the entire NFL. Do you believe OBJ is wide receiver one out of the free agents? Yes or no? Let me know in the chat. I will give you my answer to that question. But before I get to that part, uh, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Because as always, they make this show possible every single night. This is a family-owned business, has been so for over 65 years, and you can check out their dealership over at Irving, Texas. You can also check out their website over at freemanmazda.net, and in it, you can check out their wide range of new and used vehicles, as well as their features, pictures of the inside and outside of the car, and much more. But as we do around this time every single night, it is time for the ride of the week here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. And in this case, it is the 2024 CX90 3.3 Turbo Preferred Plus All-Wheel Drive. 
This one starts at $47,900 and let's run through some of its features. It's got all wheel drive, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, a Wi-Fi hotspot, which is a game changer, adaptive cruise control, sunroof, third row sitting, and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 28 when you are in the highway. So make sure that you check it out over at FreemanMazda.net. Let's get back to the question here really quickly. Do you think OBJ is a top wide receiver available in free agency? Yes or no? Here we go. Here we go. Uh, trying to find where, where we started here with the, with the answers. Toxic Tom says no. Lazard over OBJ says John. Yes for Juan Daniel. Dwayne Brown goes with no. Catherine Jones goes with no. Uh, Manny Rocha says we don't need OBJ and JJ is an idiot if he signs him. Strong statement. I personally would disagree with it. On pure name value, though, yes, it's Toxic Tom. Gerald goes with no. Inez Gomez goes with yes. Betsy says uh, no until he proves himself. I've been thinking about this a lot. Here's where I land. Here's where I land. Uh, to me, out of free agency, just free agents, just free agents, uh, I would go through... I would go with Jacoby Myers maybe over OBJ. I'm not sure that I would go with anybody else over OBJ. I think that the the key aspect of this at the end of the day is where do you land in terms of upside too? Because OBJ might not have been himself for the last few years because of injuries or many other factors. But OBJ... When available, when healthy, when on the field, I do think he remains one of the best route runners, one of the best players in terms of catch radius and versatility. Playing inside, outside, he's got the deep threat game to his play at two. I think he's a very complete wide out. And I will say that in terms of upside, he might be the best one out there. Jacoby Myers, kind of a tough evaluation. He's been working on a tough situation lately with the Mac Jones-led offense. Uh, last year, of course, it was Matt Patricia. So maybe his numbers are not outstanding, but it's more of, more of a player evaluation thing with him. And I like Juju. Chris Graham says Juju. Now, Chris Graham also says D-Hop, and we will get into that. But Hopkins isn't a free agent. So I'm not including him in this portion of the show, in this question in particular. But we will get into OBJ versus D-Hop because I've gone back and forth on that one. And I think that I finally landed somewhere too. Uh, I'll say this about Juju because Chris mentioned him as a possibility. He's one of the top wideouts this year. And I do look at him at a, uh, as a guy that I would love the Cowboys to get. There's a Chiefs factor though. Um, I don't know if his numbers are a little bit inflated having worked with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, which is obviously something that uh, shouldn't be a knock on the guy. But I also think that Juju Smith-Schuster, although he's talented, although he, he has 
something special about his game, he's still not that he's still not on that top tier level uh, of wideouts, right? I, I don't see him as that at all. So I know that if Juju Smith-Schuster is brought into Dallas, he might not be he might not be the surefire fix that 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 many would be looking for. Too broke to pay attention says D Hop over Juju. I don't think that Juju is a better outside threat than D Hop, and I like C D Lamb in the slot. C D Lamb in the slot is huge, yes. But also, you can interchange those roles, and I think that would be ultimately the goal. Uh, you look at what Hopkins has done. You look at what some other of the best wideouts in the entire NFL, like Devontae Adams, for example. They're they're near 50%, right? With inside and outside snaps. And I think that's probably what you like. And if you've got if you have a duo like CD Lamp and Hopkins or OBJ, then you can really get into that conversation and, and you can really start making the most out of your wide receiver duo. So I would love that. But I will go honestly, Jacoby Myers, maybe as my number one free agent at wideout. I think that he will be completely ruled out for Dallas because as the maybe safest option, I think that he will be a, his value will be a little bit inflated. And I think that the Cowboys will steer clear from him. But I think that OBJ would be my number two free agent in this in, in this year, in this offseason. Now, I know, and I know that a lot of people have complained about OBJ's quote unquote diva personality. I don't buy into that at all. Here's the reason why I've never bought into it. Um, I, I thought that maybe there, there was a point that there was merit to that conversation after what happened in Cleveland when, you know, uh, I think that his father released that Baker Mayfield video of him missing OBJ open, all of those plays, right? But, and, and at that time, I thought, well, maybe OBJ is this, locker room problem than that that the media seems to believe that he is but as time has gone by i think that we've learned that obj might be like this superstar on the outside but players which is ultimately what should matter to us uh his teammates and his coaches appear to actually like him a lot and think about the stance that players out of Cleveland took when he left many players defended him over Baker Mayfield who was still on the team and then what did the Rams do when he was available they recruited him just like the Cowboys were doing last year maybe that was why they were doing it they saw that it worked for LA and and the Cowboys wanted to emulate that but you saw Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup. You saw several of the Rams' big, biggest stars at the time. You saw them recruiting OBJ actively. They wanted to get him on the team. Von Miller wanted to get him to Buffalo last year too. So it just seems to me that that diva personality slash locker room trouble tack that he carries around is more of a media thing than a player's thing. I've I've honestly never seen a player come out and 
and slam OBJ. So I'm just going to say I, I don't buy into that conversation. And maybe that's why I'm a little bit higher on OBJ. I would love to see OBJ on the on the Cowboys, to be honest. My hype level remains high. And I still believe that Dallas is seriously looking at it and looking at that possibility. Now, the other part of this entire conversation is the DeAndre Hopkins conversation. Because the Cowboys, according to some reports, are quote-unquote monitoring the OVJ trade. So we don't know if those are whispers. We don't know if those are uh, legitimate reports. We will probably know more over the next few days. But I thought this was interesting. This is from Johnny Venerable. He's the host of Phoenix Cardinals. And he's a, a local dude for Arizona. And he's the guy that actually tweeted out that Perry Source, the Cowboys were monitoring the D-Hop deal, a potential D-Hop deal. He also tweeted this out, and I think that this checks out with other reports from The Athletic, for example, that Hopkins might cost you a second-round pick. So here is my final question for you guys in the chat. Who would you prefer? Let's say that the money is more or less the same. Because, by the way, Hopkins did say, or not, Rapshit reported that Hopkins would be willing to be flexible on the last two years of his deal and that he would not necessarily look to be one of the top paid wide receivers in the game. So you might get Hopkins without breaking the bank. So who would you prefer? Assuming that, this, that the money is not an issue in that sense. Hopkins for potentially those two years reworked, giving up a second round pick? Or would you prefer OBJ and his potential long-term-ish deal. I want to see where we're at here on prime time. Because I, I go back and forth on this one. Right now, although I like OBJ, although I think that he would be a cool addition for the Cowboys and a better addition than many think, I would probably lean Hopkins. We talked about the stat of the week last night, and we saw that upon his return last season, he had the third most targets, the fourth most catches. He was the sixth receiver with the most explosive catches too. So uh, he still got it, obviously. And I see this as a very viable trade because the Cardinals, they might, they might give up uh, <laughs> straight up in 2023. I'm telling you. I don't know if Kyler Murray plays a down of football next season. And I know that might sound like an exaggeration, but I'm looking at those betting odds and I'm seeing that the Texans and the Cardinals have the same odds to win the Super Bowl, both tied for dead last in the NFL. And that tells me that maybe some people are not expecting a certain short quarterback to play in 2023 or maybe to play very little. I thought I thought that was very interesting. Uh, anyways, let's see here in the chat. It is a knockout win. First round knockout. First round Jorge Masvidal need to Ben Askren's face kind of knockout for, for D-Hop because Bruce has got Hopkins. Uh, Toxic Tom goes with Hopkins. Betsy, too broke. 
John, double R. Worth the second, says Betsy. I would pick D-Hop in an instant, says Cathery Jones. Michael goes with Hopkins. Bruce says Hopkins. I don't think that we've gotten a single OBJ answer. Get Hopkins, says Gilbert. Uh, Toxic Tom says Kyler Murray is Kai's height. So probably taller than me, because I'm not going to lie. I I'm definitely short, man. Comedious Skywalker Steel calls it. But I I I'm guessing. I'm just guessing that I'm shorter because I'm quite short, not going to lie. Uh, you don't have to know that because you see me you see me just like at this level, right? You see me sitting down. Uh, let's pretend like I didn't see, uh, say that. Let's just assume that I am, I mean, six feet. Oh, I I'm not going to be even that ambitious. Like six feet. Oh, go get the Hopkins' Edward. Yep, everybody, everybody went with, with Hopkins. Um, Ines as well. There you go. There you go. I would I would like OBJ though. I, I don't want to I don't want to sound like I wouldn't. <laughs> hey, five five is not short, Mo. Says double R. Man, I don't even know if I'm five five. Like <laughs> I know that sounded super dumb, but here's the thing. You guys know that I'm from Mexico. So we did this a centimeter way. The metric system. I'm not gonna lie. We have you beat on that. <laughs> that that's a win for Mexico. The metric system is the way to go, guys. Uh, so let's see here. <laughs> let's make the com the, the conversion really quickly. Oh man, five five five. I am barely five five. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. Maybe we choose on on five. <laughs> All right, TMI TMI. Uh, <laughs> Katara Jones says, my husband is six foot one, so don't feel bad. And then I'm just struggling to get to five five here. <laughs> five five is definitely not average, uh, Bruce. I don't I don't think it's average. Cause I know I'm short. Like I know average. I, I know by looking at people around me. <laughs> Toxic Tom says, Kevin Hart towers over you. Does he really? <laughs> now I got to Google Kevin Hart's height, man. Oh, man. Here we go. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is... <laughs> oh, I can't believe that we're doing this. This is this is the actual content that you came to see tonight. I can't even find his height. What the heck? Uh, Kevin Hart's height. Let's see. Five, five, five foot two. No, 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 no. I, five foot two for Kevin Hart. I've got Kevin Hart beat. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now you learned something about myself. This is how we do it here in primetime. So anyways, that will be it for me tonight here on ADC Sports Dallas primetime. We were going to focus on the wide receivers and on Sunday, I want to do several things uh, next week. We're going to be busy with free agency. And I know that maybe the Cowboys are not going to get that busy. But maybe we take over the team on Sunday and play Cowboys GM for one day. Just like what we would do, not what the Cowboys are expected to do. Or maybe we go like a primer type show 
like you know everything that you need to know entering free agency and we can make some predictions here and there we'll see we'll see what the weekend holds for us uh we'll see what my my idea is on sunday i do appreciate every one of you thank you for joining the show Katara jones i appreciate you toxic tom says own it man yeah hey i'm not gonna lie like i'm gonna get real here for a second I, I struggled with that like for a while. Like when I was younger, I, I always I, I didn't enjoy being short. Is what I'm gonna say. Uh, now I really couldn't care less. I don't know why. Uh, maybe one day I thought about it and I was like, so what? It's some something that I can't control at all. So if you're short and you're struggling with it, man, f it. <laughs> Good stuff, Mo. Oh, thank you. Double R says. Look at you, Mo. You're a giant. Now, thanks to Kevin Hart. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me, right? Uh, thank you, everybody. I will see you on Sunday night. Enjoy your weekend. And, of course, remember that Prime Time is brought to you by our friends over at WomenMazda.net. You can check out the ride of the week over at their website. And I will see you on Sunday night. Michael Age says... Mo doesn't look a day over 14. <laughs> there you go. Oh, by the way, happy birthday to Mrs. Mo. Happy birthday to her. And I will see you on Sunday. Bye-bye. Nos vemos. Tengan un buen fin de semana.